Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing a little review of our last mock, mock auction draft we just did. Um, if you haven't heard that yet, go check it out. Part one, it'll be the episode posted right before this. So go check out how we did, how we started our draft. So we went into that thing. I went in there, basically my only goal in this draft was I'm doing like a hero running back strategy in a way I'm going to get Jonathan Taylor. And I didn't care what it was going to cost to get Jonathan Taylor. It's just sometimes people want to do that, right? Certain player you absolutely want top guy in the draft. So that's what I did. Went to try to get Jonathan Taylor, see how I could build the team around that. I actually got him for a good price. Jeff went in and did a sit and wait approach where basically he let the first 10 rounds at or 10 picks at running back and receiver go before he decided to get into the fray. I think it was pick 22 was the first time he actually made a got, got a player here. So that was an interesting one, Jeff, the sit and wait. You, we wouldn't think we've actually gone. We've told people not to sit and wait, right? Don't let the draft go past you. But I think there is a point that it can work. You just can't let it go to it. You can't let it go forever. But your sit and wait approach, I think it actually worked out pretty decent. But you got in at the right time. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, when when I did it too, I was really making sure that I let the top 10 running backs and top 10 uh, wide receivers go just to really give it a, a good feel so I'm not jumping in too early. And I do think that there were some areas where I could have per like potentially made people pay a little bit more for, uh, for one of these guys, which would have been helpful to me. Um, and, but I could have gotten one of them too, and maybe I got it for a good price. So I think there is a way to maybe add on to this strategy, but overall, just the depth I have and the people I ended up with, um, I absolutely love my team. Um, so I do think that this is probably an area where I would tweak it and try to figure out how can I improve it even just incrementally and, and say I go from there. So I, I do think that this might not always work depending on uh, like risers right. and fallers. I do think I ended up picking up guys that people are lukewarm on, even though they like them. So they weren't willing to overpay. That might change by the time that you, you know, you see preseason games if you're drafting that late. Um, so there's a lot that can happen here, but because that middle is so rich with talent, it doesn't really kill you if one of those guys is taken. There's one sure. only that I will mention. The Nick Chubb one was kind of a building block pick for me. He was the one I needed. And if someone forced me to pay a, like a lot more for him, it could have changed the whole strategy. So that is kind of, there was one building block guy, but I think if I was in it for running back uh, a little more early on, uh, then making sure that I at least get one guy I believe in, that would be really worthwhile, even if it's not a top five guy. Yeah, well, even with this, like Chubb went for 40. Dalvin Cook only went for like 43. Mixon went for 44. Yeah. You know? See, and that, that's where we kind of like, would it be better to get a Dalvin Cook than a Chubb? Most people yep. would or say you, yes. You just switch you know. it into Dalvin Cook. You have three less dollars and I don't know. Yeah. You just, you don't get, well, if you don't have Chubb, you don't get, okay, you don't get Kareem Hunt then for your $3, right? Yeah, and, which I did get as a, a handcuff. Yeah, so, yeah. It's actually and, pretty simple. You could actually have made that work, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, I like it. So you end up, you did go like a top quarterback because you saved money elsewhere. So yeah, you, I, I, and, and that was the other thing too. I think yeah. when you're doing this, and I mentioned in the, the previous podcast, the way I was building my team and the prices I was getting, and I'll, I'll take you through 
uh, who I ended up with on my team. But I wanted to make sure that I didn't end up with a, a great bench that I might never use. And I made sure to put that money towards a QB and a tight end I can rely on or at least have high upside, you know, you take away because I did end up getting Kittle, which has injury concern. But, you know, his his ceiling is so much higher than some of the other guys. So that I made sure I put together a very solid starting roster before I started putting guys on the bench I might not use, even though I do have a lot on there that I love. So I will go ahead and go through mine first. The wait and see approach worked out. Um, I ended up with Patrick Mahomes, who I had to spend, I think, $13 for. Um, and I, he, at that point, I knew what kind of money I had left because of because I, I pretty much had the majority of my team, besides for a tight end, all taken care of the, the starters at least. So I was like, I'm definitely going to go for Mahomes. If I don't get him, I'm definitely getting the next guy guy. I think Herbert and, and uh, uh, Josh Allen were the only two to be off the board at that point. So that helped me a lot. Then I have Nick Chubb. And say Kate or Saquon Barkley, if you will, as running back one and two. And then I have Mike Evans and AJ Brown as wide receiver one and two. These would be my starting roster. Um, obviously, all of them in incredibly solid. I think Mike Evans is great, especially for the first half of the year. Uh, AJ yep. Brown, there's some risk there, but I think they're going to get him the ball a lot. And this is where I could have picked a lot of different guys. I, I do think there was a lot of mid-range wide receivers that could have probably slid in here. So that's where I feel really good about it. Um, tight end, I got George Kittle. Um, at flex position, I got J.K. Dobbins, which I absolutely love. I know not everyone does, but here I had a lot of flexibility. I got Dobbins relatively early in the draft because of when he was nominated. But you can, if you'd rather go and get ETN, if you'd rather go and get Damien, I mean, a lot of guys went for cheaper right. than him. So it was possible. I think he has high uh, ceiling. I really love him. So I went out and got him as a flex. Um, doesn't matter. Defense kicker, spend a dollar on each. Who cares? Yeah. And then on bench, my first two that I went out and got was two guys I truly believe in that I think were deals. And I was willing to spend a little more on them. And that was be Marquise Brown, who is going to be the number one wide receiver on the Cardinals for the first six games. Well, uh, Hopkins is serving his suspension and he really has high ceiling. And then Elijah Mitchell, who I got him for, I think 11 bucks. Um, he is, uh, he is a, a golden ticket kind of player. If he plays and stays healthy, like he did last year, yes, you, they will rotate other running backs in there, but he's going to have first crack at it. He could have a huge year and it's such a cheap way to spend it on him. And he is going to be my fourth running back, which I absolutely love. The other thing I will mention on here as I'm, you know, rambling on and on, I did get a lot of running backs as I also added Kareem Hunt for a handcuff. And he's also good enough if they're really running the ball a lot, you can use yep. him. Um, I also got Kenneth Walker because I had more money than other people. So I was able to spend like three bucks. You, I think you, you outbid me there. Yeah. And, and Kenneth Walker is a guy that I have really high hopes for. I think he could be another lottery stash pick. And AJ Dillon, who outbid me on him too. Yeah, who should? And then that was the thing of having extra money down the line. And you're not spending a ton of guys. I didn't spend any more than four dollars on any of these guys. I think AJ Dillon, I had to spend four because of Craig. But you're able to give him. And then Garrett Wilson, I got for a couple bucks at the very end. He's a wait and see. He'd be the first one off my team. I do have. I, oh, and then the um, uh, the guy I didn't talk about was Kadarius Tony. I went out and made sure yeah, I got yeah. him for a few bucks as well. Um, he was one of them that I put on my bench early because I knew I would end up spending over what he was worth because I believe in the talent. So my yeah. entire bench is crazy big. 
um, crazy talented. So if Saquon's not Saquon, if Dobbins doesn't work out, I'm still going to be fine. Chubb gets hurt. I plug in Hunt. Like there's no scenario where I'm going to be uh, out of luck this year. And if you're able to trade, I have a lot of trade options. The only thing that can happen is someone like Craig, who we'll go over his team in a moment, where you have guys like Jonathan Taylor, he might just be better if, if, uh, if he was able to grab free agents, if he's able to find the diamonds in the rough and fill out his team, because I'm making up for it in the aggregate, right? Like my whole right. team is very good, but he has superstars that could break a week open. And that is going to be the, the danger for me. Yeah. So like you're, I'm probably, I'm better than you at like one through three, but I think you're better than me at like four through 10. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what, how it played out. So like I came in, I love your, I love the way the team played out. Like we said, there might be a couple tweaks, but this seems to be so far, we've done four strategies. This is a really good one. Um, yes. And I think, and this one doesn't lock you in, which I really no, love. It's more, I don't think... it's, it's, it's more balanced. I think we, we could tweak it to a little more balanced where you're not maybe wait, like you could get that. There's a guy you can get in the top. That's going to be cheaper probably, or not much more than like waiting for Chubb, but it's solid. It's really solid. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And one so player will throw it off. Yeah. So I, I came in like saying, I don't ever do this, but I went, all right, I'm getting Jonathan Taylor. He's I'm getting Jonathan Taylor. I didn't care what it was going to cost getting a bit anymore. Screw it. I'm taking him. Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. They didn't have to. He only went for 58 bucks. That's, that's a lot of money yet. It's like only, I still spent a good amount of money, but he wasn't even the highest priced guy. I think like three or four guys, but more, more than him at that point. But I got Jonathan Taylor, 58 bucks. I was happy with it. But then at that point, I'm like, oh, wow, I got Jonathan Taylor, 58 bucks. Let's see, I can build around this. Let's get a couple other big time guys, see how it plays out. So I got Mixon for 44. Then I got Jamar Chase for 48. So I got some Bengals. And then after I got Chase, I realized, you know what? A lot of quarterbacks. Let's, let's stack this with Burrow. So I got Burrow for four. So Burrow's the, my QB, Jonathan Taylor. Joe Mixon on my running backs. Jamar Chase is my wide receiver one. And then I'm like out of money, right? So then I got to really just try to find some value. I got Deontay Johnson as my wide receiver two for 16. I think that's that's about where he's ranked, right? He's a wide receiver two. It's solid. It's not, it's not like, oh, wow, I got Deontay Johnson. I'm so excited. It's just solid, right? It's whatever. Yeah, I, it's, uh, a, it very, it's a very good pick. And, yeah. and, and he might actually turn out to be a great one. Yeah. We we're, we're waiting to find out about the QB situation. Either one, whoever wins it, however they play, I think that Deontay yep. Johnson is the safe one on that team. So I really do yeah. love him as a wide receiver too. I think that was a a very key pick um, when you have a team full of these guys. Like, give me right. one safe guy before I have to dip into the bench. So then tight end, I got TJ Hawkinson for three bucks. I got him last week for four dollars. I think Hawkinson's going for great prices. I don't spend much on tight ends. This is about as much as I'll spend. But Hawkinson for three over a dollar guy, yeah, give me that extra two bucks. I'll take that all day. I'm good with that. Currently, my flex is Darnell Mooney, 10 bucks. You could debate Mooney or my second, my next receiver, which is Rashad Bateman, five bucks. But you could debate. I could see a scenario where Bateman is better than Mooney. But I like Mooney. I like Bateman. I love both of those. I love getting Bateman for five bucks. Two weeks in a row, I've got him for five bucks. I think that's a steal. So Bateman's my wide receiver four as of right now. Could be my three. See how it plays out. But Mooney there, $10. Love that pick, dude. You get defense kicker for a dollar piece. Rashad Penny, get him again, three bucks. That's why I wanted Ken Walker. Jeff Jeff got him from me. But you can easily, in these things, and I just didn't have money, you can get Penny and Walker combined in a, in a in an auction for under $10 combined. Honestly, you can get that. 
I think that's an awesome duo to get to try to get on your team. Go get Penny, go get Walker. Penny might be the guy to start the year, be great. And then if he gets hurt, Walker's going to be there and be great. It's how it's going to play out. So I love getting those guys. I got Trey Lance for a buck. I don't, I mean, we, we're not, we're not the Trey Lance podcast, but I do like throwing a dollar quarterback on my, on my bench sometimes uh, just to see, you know, honestly, I believe um, a few years back, if we weren't throwing a dollar quarterback at the end of our bench, we might not have got Lamar Jackson in a lot of scenarios. And that's what we did a few years back. And he was like a ranked like 14. I got him in the throne league. We do. He was my QB two, And I got him for like nothing. Right. So Trey Lance, Hey, it doesn't work. Well, right. No, I'm not losing anything here. I picked up Kenny Galladay for a dollar because shoot, maybe he was just hurt last year and he actually can play yet. We'll see. Uh, Melvin Gordon for a buck. If he still gets that split with uh, Williams, he could be decently valuable. Then I picked up Damian Pierce again for a dollar. Just hey, could be his job in Houston. We'll see how that plays out. And then Christian Watson. I round on my team with Christian Watson. Um, I think Jeff and I both are not excited about how it's going for Christian Watson early. And it's obviously nothing to do with his play. He's not playing yet in, in camp. He is hurt. It's not a good way to start camp as a rookie. It's just hard to come back from that early on. We saw, I mean, last year, that's what happened to Rashad Bateman, right? He was hurt, and he never really got into it. And this was, he was a great, great player. He's never got into it. I think he'll be better in year two. Kind of worried about that for Christian Watson. So he says he's, he says he's day-to-day, but it's been a few days now. So Yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had a small procedure on his knee in order to make sure that's cleaned up. Yep. They want to take care of it now because, they you know, you want to invest in the guy, Well, which I love. But the, the thing is – I worry about – Romeo Dubs getting an opportunity. Yeah, you you open up the door for other guys. It's great that and there's enough work for both of the rookies, but you're gonna have to overcome. It just feels like a situation where they're not gonna get to play right away. So right. it, you know, how many weeks does Sammy Watkins hold on? Does yep. you know Cobb hold on? Does well, and, 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 and Alan Lazard seems like he seems he's like the, the guy, right? Guy. Yeah, yeah. Rogers does seem to like him. It seems like that's not gonna go away. I don't know what that is. I yeah, I, even, I don't mean, know. Alan Lazard, like we'll do in a few weeks, like we always do is like the players we haven't talked about list. I think Alan Lazard is a perfect candidate for that. I think part yeah. of the reason we don't talk about it is we just don't know what it is. So Yeah, it's hard to really believe in him. But. Maybe by well, maybe by then in a few weeks we'll have a little bit more news. But so yeah, another auction in the books. I you know, this was interesting. These were I think I like these teams better than last week's for sure. Um, this was a little bit more in line with what we might want to do. So I like I like these drafts a little more. Maybe some tweaking to do, but I mean I think there's more auction to do here, but I think um, later this week, I think it's time we talk a little bit of auction draft steals because I think we're starting to see some trends in these prices so far that I'm excited about if I'm building the end of my bench. And I think you can get some steals at the end of your bench right now. So and then we keep getting these same guys for like no no money at all. And it's like, wow, I mean, this, this could be a huge breakout. And you know what? There's costing so little where if they don't, Oh, well, you don't, you're not out anything. So we'll do that later this week, but that was good. Enjoying these auction drafts, Jeff. It's the way to go. It's the best, best part about fantasy is auction drafts. It's just nothing compares. So, all right, that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next time.